Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for joining us. We had a really busy show today, a lot going on in the world of high school basketball. Our first two segments... We were talking to the highest-ranked seniors in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, both of them. I, I saw one play last night. And might go back and see him play again tonight because he's playing against uh, our first guest. And we'll get to Brandon. Uh, Poz- Boy, we're going to ask Brandon to pronounce it. I've got it. Pochemski. And we'll talk to him. He's from St. John's Northwestern. And if you don't know about him, man, you're going to get to know about him. He's averaging 35 a game, and he's got a chance to – to play almost anywhere he wants to play in the country. And they're having a heck of a year. At 10.30, at 10.15, David Joplin from Brook Central. These two guys play against each other tonight. And I watched David hit some free throws to win a game last night. And uh, the second half, boy, he was impressive. And we'll talk to him about that at 10.15. 10.30, Nathan Zastro, Manitowoc Lincoln kid. Um, I coached him at AAU and uh, knew Richie Davis really well. And I wanted to ask him to come on and talk a little bit about Richie Davis and what he meant to AU basketball and basketball in general in the state of Wisconsin. At 1045, Jerry Pettigrew also talk a little bit about Richie Davis to him, but he has been named the National Coach of the Year by the National Federation of State High School Association. And we're going to uh, congratulate Jerry on that. 11 o'clock, our current electric superhero of the week. 1115, Tyler Podal. He's the head coach at Franklin. We're going to talk to him and a couple of his seniors and what's going on with that. And all throughout that, we, we've got a number of, uh, of seating meetings going on today. And I can tell you that um, one has already taken place. And he, Wisconsin Lutheran got the one seed. Whitefish Bay got the two. Pius, Milwaukee Lutheran, and Shorewood, three, four, and five. So Shorewood at Milwaukee Lutheran on Tuesday. 
Piasat Whitefish Band Friday, and uh, Wisconsin Lutheran versus the winner of the, of the short Milwaukee Lutheran game on Friday. So a lot of stuff going on. We are right now joined. He is a senior. He's leading the St. John's team. And I'll tell you, 16-4, and four, and it is a team that has gone through a few things this year with their head coach, Dwayne Malachek, uh, getting sick and, and uh, DJ taking over, Malachek taking over, and, and they've played really, really well. They've uh, a couple of losses to, to Lake Country Lutheran, one to Burlington, one to Pewaukee. Other than that, they've been perfect. And at 35 points a game, man, you put me in a gym by myself for an hour, I might not get 35. Um, Brandon, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks for a few minutes of your time. I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, I know that uh, you guys got you guys got a shoot around today and a walkthrough today. Uh, you're going to Brookfield Central tonight, six o'clock tip against uh, a really good Brookfield Central team that I watched last night. Uh, beat Brookfield East, and uh, th- that's going to be a tough, uh, tough matchup for you guys. They're good. I mean, yeah, that's what we live for as kids. Um, you know, I know Benny now obviously, from AU, Andrew Rody, same thing, and Dave. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, playing against the best players around here is something that's fun to me. It's fun to my team. So, that's why we said to our non-conference schedule, we always want to play the big-time teams just to make us better. So, I'm excited for tonight. Oh, you guys, hey, you guys certainly did that. I mean, you look at your non-conference schedule, man. You guys aren't aren't shying away from playing as good a competition as you can. Hey, Brandon, I'm a big fan of Dwayne Malachek and that whole family. I just am. I think that uh, these guys have given so much to high school basketball in southeast Wisconsin. Um, it had to be a really difficult time for, for your team and you being uh, a senior leader um, to watch what he went through. And, and it's so good to see that he's he's coming around. It's going to be a while, but he's he's able to get to, you know, talk to you guys a little bit more. He's out of the hospital. But that had to be a very difficult thing for you, for you as a as a team to get through. Uh, yeah, uh, it was in October uh, just because we were having open open gyms and stuff and then just not seeing him there. Uh, being so sick that he was, his family, a couple of his family members work at our school. So just to see them and their faces every day uh, is just disheartening to all of us. And, um, you know, he's gotten better and better as a team. We've gotten to visit him at the hospital in uh, November and December. And then he actually got out in the December. And uh, he's actually been at our last three games uh, on the sidelines. So that's just been a blessing for all of us just for him to come back. Um, he's working his way back to be his, his normal self. So... That's just uh, something that we've been praying for, and uh, it's coming around. Boy, Brandy, there's been a lot of people praying for him and that family, and uh, I, I thank you for saying that because I think uh, I think that really that does it just makes such a, a difference. Hey, um, I, I told you when I called you and and, and I uh, talked to your dad about having you on uh, that I'm not going to ask you to to do any breaking news with us today as far as making any um, commitment on where you're going to play next year, but boy. There, there's a lot of doors that that are open for you, um, including places like you know Kentucky and and I believe um, Kansas. Can you give us a few of the schools that have offered so far? Um, well, obviously recently Kentucky, Kansas, Illinois, Nebraska, and Wake Forest. That's oh, been since October. Um, you know, and just being in contact with all them constantly is you know something that me and my family are greatly appreciative of. Um, but it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter what high school you come from, where you're from. Um, 
if you're good enough to play, people are going to find you. So um, I think I just try to set the example where you don't need to go to all these different schools to get all this attention. If you're good enough, you can play anywhere. So they're going to find you. Hey, did you, like, talking to your dad a couple of years ago, we sat, I sat with him um, out at, uh, I believe, Lake Country Lutheran and, or maybe Brookfield Academy. I can't, I, I can't remember where, but we sat and talked and he told me that um, you were a heck of a baseball player and he thought baseball was, was where you needed to kind of stay. And then last year I had that football coach at St. John's on and he said, look, this kid could be the best quarterback in the, in the state. But they, 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 we have met receiver because, you know, basketball now is his sport. You've always been a multi-sport athlete. You like all of them, right? I mean, yeah, I grew up a baseball player. Uh, that was my favorite thing. Just like I'm a high-energy person, and baseball is a little slow for me. Um, I felt like as a sophomore, I needed to uh, improve my physicalness. So I, I tried football my junior year. Um, it was good. Um, as you saw, my junior year, I got more physical, more more strong. Um, but, yeah, I like all of them. But basketball is my love. And, uh, you know, that's why this year I'm not playing any of the other sports. Right. Uh, just focusing on basketball. So well, that's mainly why. Hey, Brandon, it's been a pretty good decision. When you talk about being offered by places like Kentucky and Kansas, um, those are uh, – you obviously have made the, the, the right decision. And your progression – um, into becoming, you know, the type of basketball player that, that you are from where you were, uh, you know, in grade school. And, and, I, and I read some that article that Mark Stewart, I thought it was a wonderful article, by the way. Um, you know, when you said, look, I'm going to be the MVP of the Padre Serra tournament. And people kind of looked at you and said, okay, okay. And you went out and did it. I think that that, for me, was, was a sign that you're a kid that if you put your mind to something, you go ahead and take care of it. I mean, yeah, that's the only mindset uh, I could have. My dad always uh, taught me that I need to believe I'm the best to be the best. And when I was little, he never let me win at anything. Um, you know, three, four, five years old, he'd always just beat me in everything he used to do. You know, he's a grown adult. Um, so that just taught me a lot to never let my foot off the gas and just keep pushing through whatever. Um, and I think that's really helped um, because I have those beliefs that, you know, I am the best and I can be the best. It's taken me where I am now. So I thank him for that. Yeah, what a great lesson, you know, for people that are listening that that your dad, John, um, taught you. And that is, you know, sometimes we give awards to kids for just participation awards. But he said, no, you're not going to beat me until you're good enough to beat me. And and I think, look, I did that with my son uh, for a long time in basketball. Now I won't play him. You know, he played Division three college ball, and he's a really good point guard. You would have loved playing with him, by the way, Brandon. You would have... You know, he would have gotten the gap and made sure that you got as many looks as you as you uh, you deserve. And averaging 35 a game, you deserve a lot of them. Uh, but I like that 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 your dad John did that because I think it makes us a little bit tougher. Hey, your decision to go to St. John's was that a difficult decision for you? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, my dad always does a really good job, and my mom of looking what's for best for me. Um, obviously, Muskego freshman year, I played on the freshman team and. Um, it was good and all, but it really was no benefit to me. Uh, so just because we knew the Malachnik's really well, because their nephew Max plays on Muskego right now, uh, it was just a good connection. And they're like, hey, it's an opportunity for you to come here. Um, so I took advantage of it, you know, making the most of it right now. 
So I think it's hey, probably what, the best decision I could have ever made. What, can, can you talk about maybe the first month? Because I've talked to a number of kids from St. John's, and they said, look, the first month, you know, we're, I mean, we're young. You know, I'm a freshman or a sophomore in high school, and we're away from our, our, our home and our parents, and that first month is a little bit difficult. But then once you buy in and get into the routine, you know, it just makes us, uh, you know, better men and, and better students and, and better athletes. And how was the first month for you when you went there? Uh, first day I walked in there, I had to go to the barbershop to get my, my head shaved. <laughs> uh, one's all around, so... Uh, it, it was uh, a little terrifying at first. Uh, you didn't get no phone for like a month. You couldn't go home for like a month. So, I mean, I knew I was in it for the long run, so I just had to stick with it. Um, but it, it was good. You know, everybody else that was there before on the basketball team took me under their wing. Gerald Gittins, James Kelly, um, they all took me in and, you know, treated me like family since, since I got there. So I think they were the stepping stone. And then each year I've been progression ever since and just helping the new kids that come in uh, just with what they have to do. So, Hey, I'll tell you my, my, one of my favorite stories. I went out to scout a basketball game there and the game was letting out and I was, I got in my car and I was driving and the cadets were walking back and they all waited for me to go except two kids who kind of walked in front of my car and I didn't, you know, they didn't, I had stopped and all of a sudden, two of the older cadets came and waved to me, said, like, sorry, hey, come back here. And they made the kids come back and apologize to me. I said, no, no, it's no big deal. And they said, no, we don't do that here. Sir, don't worry about it. We'll take care of this. And I thought, oh, man, I wouldn't last five minutes out there when I was that age. I just wouldn't. And so I give you a lot of credit for hanging in there. Hey, this can you believe that your senior year is uh, – you know, three quarters of the way as far as your basketball season done now. It came quick, didn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, it comes to an end at some point. Uh, I wish I could have another year just because just of all the guys we have. And, um, you know, it's sad at the same time. Uh, you know, you get, what, four more weeks maximum at this? March right. 6th will be the last day, so a month from today. Um, but, you know, just not taking anything for granted um, each and every day of practice. Um just push yourself all the time. That's what I try to teach our younger guys on the team. Uh, just don't take anything for granted and, you know, control what you can control. Um, but, yeah, for our seniors, we have five of them, I think. Um, you know, it's our last go-around at it, so we're trying to go out with a state championship. At least that's what I've been trying to do since I've been here as a sophomore. So I think this year we can uh, actually do it. Young man, I wouldn't bet against you. I can tell you that right now. I would not bet against you. And uh, good luck. I know that there's one team that, that you, you're going to probably get a chance to play one more time. And uh, I know that they're, they're, you feel like there's a little bit of a little payback. And uh, I know exactly. We don't need to name the team, but I think you and I both know who it is. Um, good luck tonight against Brookfield Central. Certainly good luck with your decision process. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that you and your family will sit down and make the correct decision for you. But I, I appreciate everything that you've brought to high school basketball in this area. And I, all of a sudden, Brandon, my phone, I, I, anywhere I go, people start going, hey, you know about this kid out at St. John's? I go, yeah, yeah, I know about him. They're like, where, where, where is he from and where did he come from? Like, shouldn't we know more about him? And they're kind of like yelling at me like it's my fault. And I said, man, you should follow high school basketball. He blew up on the scene about midway through his sophomore year. People started talking about him. So, 
Brandon, thank you so much for your time. Good luck the rest of the way, and certainly good luck on that decision of where you're going to play next year. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. You got it. I might, I might see you play tonight. I might get out to uh, Brook Central again. I was there last night. Um, Brandon, thank you so much. Other side of the break, David Joplin. He, I uh, watched him play last night. Heck of a game against Brookfield East. Went right down to the wire, and he hit a he had four free throws down the stretch. Um, had a big second half in that game. And we'll talk to David on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Playing all the all summer kind of music, trying to get a little bit warmer here. I don't know if you can get much hotter than David Joplin's been the last couple of games. 29 against Tosi East, 30 last night against uh, Brookfield East. And I was at that game sitting in the front row. We're now joined by uh, Texas recruit. He is going to Texas. He is David Joplin from Brookfield Central High School. David, uh, how you doing? Thanks for a couple of minutes of your time. Oh, no problem. no problem. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, that was a good win for you guys last night. Man, it was back and forth. You hit some really big free throws. I can tell you this. The um, front end of the, of the bonus of the second set that you hit, you yep. thought that one was going off to the left because you took off that way after it hit the rib and you just started laughing like, man, that went in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I knew the second one, nothing but net, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, I think it was just jitters. So the first one, I wasn't completely sure. And then you make the first one, it's like, all right, take a breather, we get. And the second one, I knew that was it. So hey, once, hey, you, uh, I think I don't know which, how many you had the second half out of the thirty. Had to be twenty, twenty-two in the second mm-hmm. half with them. You know, you guys going a little more, bit more high, low, and you guys, you just taking over uh, yep. down close to the basket. Um, anytime you beat Brookfield East, you know, that, that's a good win for, for Brook Central. Right. Right. I, I, yeah, I love that rivalry stuff. And, look, Brookfield East, is, uh, that's a good team. Uh, it's yeah. fun watching you guys play. I'll tell you that. You guys know you and Andrew and Ben have played together for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, and we've been playing those guys for a really long time on the Brookfield East side. So we all know them well. We've been playing them since about fourth grade so um it's just years and years and years of buildup so yeah you got I, you got to be sick and tired of 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 watching Doyle play and some of those <laughs> other guys because like you said you you've yep. played against them for so long yet yep. you know WIA is saying well you might have to play it you might have to play against each other one more time right right well um it's been like that for all of my years in high school we've played um, the best teams in our area to try to get to state. So um, at this point, it's just preparation, and it's exciting too because who doesn't want to play the best teams in the state? So hundred um, percent. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree with you, and I'm glad you said that because not David, not every senior uh, playing basketball right now would say what you just said. Mm-hmm. A lot of them would say, "Well, you know, I'd prefer to. Can you just get us up to state, and then maybe we could play somebody good? But get us a." Get us an easy regional, easy sectional, and let us yeah. try to get get up there. Hey, David, your uh, your years at Brook Central, you got a lot of basketball to be played yet this year. But 
man, it, it seems like it's gone quick to me. I remember you as a freshman, and all of a yep. sudden now it's parents' night, senior night, all of yeah. that. Did it go as quick for you as it did for, for guys like me? Um, it did. And my parents and, um, you know, my older older friends always told me that it would go by quick, and I never believed them. But here we are. Um, here we are. Yeah. Man, I, freshman year, I never thought it would, it would come this quick. But senior year, now we've got to win one more. That's the goal. That, that is the goal. Hey, let's talk about your decision uh, to go to Texas. Was that a difficult decision? I know you had a lot of opportunities, a lot of options. Um, yeah. And what about that that opportunity made you go, okay, that's where I want to go? Um, it was a difficult decision until um, I got the Texas offer. I started talking with them more. Because um, before that, man, I was lost. I didn't know where I wanted to go. There were so many teams and so many good relationships that I built with um, people across the country. So. Um, once I got that one, I kind of knew it was just because of the coaching and the relationship I built with them and then the opportunity I might have next year. And you can see the guys are doing good this year. So um, yes. if the guys um, choose to stay, then I'll be able to learn from them a lot, which would help me. And then if they choose to leave, then next year it will be me playing out there. So it's a win-win yeah. for me. Just um, two different types of experience that um, I'll be able to have going there. So I'm excited for it. Hey, I don't know how many people know this. I know it because I was on the sidelines uh, for the Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week. But, man, mm-hmm. you were a heck of a receiver. And yep. and people were like, look, if if he doesn't get what he wants in basketball, he's got a chance to go, you know, maybe anywhere he wants in the country if he sticks with football. But basketball yep. is a sport you love. Yeah, basketball is a sport I love. I, I miss football, too. Football is really, really, really fun. Just, um... Basketball was a sport I love, but um, football was I love going on the visits and things like that, and um, just playing it with my friends, my boys that I grew up with. A lot of my friends in middle school, um, they all played football too, so I miss them on the field. But um, like you said, basketball was the one. Man, you made on uh, one of those games we did. You made a catch that I mean, we, people's jaw just dropped, and I remember you coming back to the sidelines, the guys high five, and you were just kind of laughing like. Yeah. Man, that yeah, that was good. That was really good. And the ball just kind of like I I didn't think there anybody could have caught that one. It was a little bit high, and you went up and snagged right. it. And yeah, it yep. was it was good. Hey, when when you when you move on to to, to college, um, do, do do you think you'll be a three, a four? Where where do you think you'll play? Um, I think I'll play both. I think I'll play the three, four, depending on how the um the team is set up, because we do have some bigs in our class, and we do have some bigs that's already there. So um. Um, I think it's just a matchup type of thing. You know, basketball nowadays, most people play four guards anyway. So, um, three, four, that, that position, that's what I'm playing. Yeah, because what's interesting to me, and, and um, you know, there are times that, that you're able to take the ball down and you grab a rebound and take the ball down the mm-hmm. floor a little bit, and you look comfortable, you know, shooting the ball pretty much all over the, 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 the court last night. You know, I'm yeah. sure Coach Wandry said at halftime, look, we, we need to – we need to keep you a little closer to the basket. And why are we yep. not putting the ball in the post a little bit? Because they had a hard time handling you down there. Yep, yep. Um, just following the game plan. Uh, we kind of went away from it a little bit in the first half. And then second half, we got it going a little bit, and we kind of realized how good it was working. So then we just kept kept going to it. You know, this conference you're playing in, David, I, and I've said this 100 times on this show, it's the best basketball conference in the state yep. of Wisconsin, bar none. Yep. 
And I'll yep. have that I'll have that discussion or argument with anybody that wants to have it with me. But from top to bottom, you know, from Tosa East and Brook Central and Brook East and Marquette and Sussex Hamilton all yeah. the way through, man, there's not an easy game on the schedule. Yep. Yeah, not an easy game. But um as a competitor, I feel like it's what we want. And um like we were saying, since my freshman year it's always been like that. So um I have no problem with it. Um, like who doesn't want to? Because you can play the best teams in the state probably every three games or so, every two or three games. So, um, and then you just build the rivalries, and like now senior year, I'm friends with all these dudes. So it's just for bragging rights at this point. So we got to get Tosa East back, we got to get Manawi Falls back, and then we got to um, play Ripley East third time. So I just, I'm just, I'm ready to play them again. I'm excited. You're right. I I'm a, I may come out and watch that game against St. John's. We just had Brandon on and. And this kid's blown up, man. He's he's yeah. what a year this kid is having, and and uh, yeah. certainly I, I wish that uh, uh, that Baldwin over at Sussex Hamilton had not gotten hurt. I'm sure that you wish right. that as well, because man, you exactly. loved going up against him. Yeah, that that game right there was always the game of the year every year, so I miss that so much. Hey, D- David, would he be, would you consider um, him being the best player that you've played against? Um, I would say yeah, for sure. Yeah, not many, I, I think not guys like them that come out. Um, it's hard to hard to duplicate that. Those guys like that is just is different. So it's fun to play against them all the time. You know, the the cool part for me is I've been I've known Coach Wandry a long time, and um, you know I'm sure there are times that that as players you get get frustrated. The cool part is he's just he's making sure. That, that you are ready to play at the next level. The school's making sure that you're ready yeah. academically to go to the next level, and he's making sure that when you hit the court at Texas that, you know what, they don't have to teach you some of this stuff because he's already right. drilled it. And he, right. uh, he thinks the world of you, by the way. He really does, and he thinks you're a great ambassador for your family and for the school and for his program. And I don't know how much he's told you that yet, but he has told me that. And uh, he is—he—he he really is so proud of you. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great words from Coach Wandy. I appreciate it. That's my guy, though. Um, I just appreciate everything that he's done for me. He's—he started watching me in like seventh, eighth grade, so he was already invested in me, and I appreciate that from him. You bet. Hey, uh, good luck tonight. Um, good luck the rest of the way, and. Uh, you, like you said, there's a couple of teams that you owe a little something, something to. So go take right. care of your business, Mr. Joplin. Got you. Got you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. You got it. That's David Joplin. Again, 29 against Tosi's, 30. And last night hit some big free throws down the stretch. A lot of rebounds. A couple of blocked shots that were highlight. I mean, the one, it was like a volleyball. He sent it in the crowd. He's an awfully good basketball player, really good kid, and a good representative of Brookfield Central. We're going to get to a break. Nate Zastro on the other side. We're going to talk a little bit about the loss of Richie Davis. And uh, I appreciate Nate Zastro coming on to talk about uh, Richie and some of the things that he meant in his life and his family's life and in basketball for the state of Wisconsin. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local 
Pick and Save Stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and our special guest for this segment. And not the kind of segment you want to do on a show like this. 99% of the time, all we do is highlight, promote, and celebrate you know, high school basketball during this show. But with the passing of Richie Davis, I reached out to, to Nate Zastro, young man that I coached early when he was young in uh, AAU basketball. And he played for Richie and his brother Trey played for Richie. And I know that his, his mom and dad thought the world of Richie Davis and, and uh, wanted to reach out to Nate Zastro and, and just talk a little bit about what Richie meant to him. Hey, Nate, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Oh, man, we're all good. I, you know, what a shock. Uh, Richie was 48 years old and, uh, and passed away. He was uh, the owner of Wisconsin Playground uh, Club and, and Wisconsin Playground Warriors. And, and look, if, if you do anything in, you know, youth and high school basketball in the state of Wisconsin, you have heard of Richie Davis, known Richie Davis, coached against him, played against him. And, and uh, look, him and I didn't like each other early on. Uh, Nate, I'll tell you that, and couldn't really figure out why, and I happened to run into him uh, getting something to eat at the WBY shootout, and he was the only one there. And I went and sat down, and I said, hey, we should probably figure this out. I'm like, how come you don't like me? He goes, because you don't like me. Why don't you like me? I said, because you don't like me. We started laughing, and we sat there and talked basketball for an hour. And I said, man, you're not as bad a guy as everybody was telling me. And he goes, yeah, you neither. And we laughed, and I, I had him on this show a lot. Um, and I just shocking that, that he passed away at such an early age and he's going to leave a legacy that's going to, you know, be around the state of Wisconsin for a long time. People will, will always talk about, you know, the good things that Richie Davis brought to, to, to basketball players in this state. Yeah. And I, when my dad texted me the other night, I, I thought he read some fake article on who knows where Twitter or something, um, yeah, it was just a complete shock, and, and Richie has meant a lot to our family. Um, obviously, he started this Fox Valley Skills program, and with me in the Fox Valley area, um, I only played with um, – we moved over to his program for a couple years, and then we ended up merging with Playground. And, right. I mean, AAU program directors get, get a bad rap all over the state because they're recruiting kids from other teams, and obviously people are going to have their opinions about Richie, but Richie was passionate about – helping his guys and, and getting them a scholarship and helping their families in any way he could. And I don't think you can talk about AU basketball in Wisconsin and people are going to know who Richie Davis is. I mean, he was well-known and just, a, yeah, I mean, it was just a shock. He, he's too young and was helping too many people. And it's, it's, it's sad. Um, it is be interesting it's... to see how that program's ran now. And I think people are going to, if they didn't appreciate him before, they're going to learn to appreciate all the things that he, he was doing for that program and for those kids. You know, I, I agree. And, and look, if you think about some of the players who have played for him, you know, some guys like Tyler Hero and Sam Decker and Travis Diener and, and Brian Butch and Johnny Jordan Davis and Marcus Landry and, you know, you and Trey and all, all these guys. And, and we, could, we could just list off some of the, the best high school basketball players in the state of Wisconsin has ever seen, and they're on that list. And, look, he, he, he did the best job that he could, and his whole idea was to, to get the kids better, to get them ready to play, and then see if the, he can figure out how to help them 
get to where they want to be as a basketball player. And that's what he did. And he didn't care. You know, he, he did. He could rub people the wrong way. But he wasn't shy about what his opinion was. And he wasn't shy about what his mission statement of, uh, you know, what he did for a living was. So uh, you got to give a guy like that a lot of credit because he had so much success doing it the way that he thought it should be done. Yeah, and at first he, he was doing a lot of coaching, and I know once he had his kid, he kind of took a little step back, and he was just always a family man. I mean, obviously I follow him on all his social media accounts. He's always posting pictures of his kid, and you could tell that he was just a great dad to his son, and I think that's kind of what hit me the most because now I'm a father too, and um, can't imagine your kids going through life without their father, but I know he's got a a lot of different father figures with the Giordano family, and um, obviously I'm still friends with Jordan and, and Reed are going to be great father figures for his son. Um, yeah, just still in a bit of a shock. It's, it's been a long week. Um, actually, had a friend pass early in September, so it's 2020 and now 2021 hasn't been too good of a start to the year. Um, but right. amen to um, that, Nathan. Me, I, same, same here. I, I, you know. That brings tears to my eyes because I, I feel the same way. Last week was a horrible week when it comes to that um, for, for pe some people that I know. And, you know, this one was at the head of it. And it's like this young young man that, that his son, who is just a, he's like a second grader. I mean, he's just a young guy. And he's, you know, I'm sure that that, that community of all the people that, that loved Richie will put their arms around this young man and help him however they can, but man, I just, I feel so sad for him that he's going to grow up now, you know, the rest of his life without his father next to his side. And, and I, I follow him on Twitter as well and on Facebook and all that. And the pictures he used to post, there are no, they, you don't even see him anymore. It's all his son playing football, his son playing basketball, his son getting shots up in the gym. And he just was proud of this young man. And and I know that anybody that can help that, that young man do some things in life, they certainly will. Hey, when you said that he meant a lot to, to, to you and your family, um, I, I know that, that talking to your dad, um, your dad and Richie didn't always see eye to eye, but not everybody sees eye to eye with Gordy either. But they knew that, that the, what, the, what the end result was, how they wanted to accomplish it, they both knew where they wanted to take you and take Trey and they were able to to help assist in that. And I, I just hearing your dad talk about Richie and all the hard work that he put in that he put in so much sweat equity and so much time into these kids. It was amazing. Yeah, and and Richie when when we were at tournaments and you know my dad obviously he coached his program with the Wisconsin All Stars for all those years. So yep. when we were getting to bracket play on Sundays, it, it was my dad, Richie, Reed Giordano were up. Um, scouting out teams and figuring out game plans for the teams that we're going to play the next day and probably having a couple beers and, and sitting up till 2, 3 a.m. and trying to figure things out. They were just, uh, even if they didn't agree, they had a mutual respect for each other. And um, my dad knew that deep down Richie had the best interest for me and he had relationships and connections in places that were going to get me to where I wanted to be. And, and Richie played a big part in that. Yeah, he did. And and I know because, you know, when you were in third, fourth, fifth grade, I was the guy that sat up till three in the morning with your dad figuring out game <laughs> plans. And man, it, you know, I uh, 
I have such as, as you know this, and I've told you this a hundred times, I have such strong love and, and respect for, for your dad and your whole family and, and you. And, and uh, I, I miss those days. I sent you those, uh, those videos of you playing, hitting about a, I don't know how deep that was in fourth grade, but the film that that we were watching, Matthew and I, we were laughing about it. But you were about you know three steps past the three, and that kid never even came out past the three, and you just looked at him in the eye and and hit that shot, and we laughed about it. Um, but, but a guy like Richie, again, who had all the connections and could get you could get you know teams and some of these players to be looked at at a national level. That's what that's what he. Did. And that's what he brought to, to some Wisconsin kids. And I'll tell you this, Nathan, you look at, at how many kids now. We just talked to two of them just prior to you. David Joplin going to Texas and Brandon, the kid from St. John's that can go anywhere he wants in the country. That never happened years ago. You'd find one or two. And now there's, you know, there there might be 10 or 11 Division One kids. And that that all started. I I. I don't know if it all started with Richie, but he had a lot to do with it. Yeah, I, I agree. And I've, I've actually talked about it with my dad and, and brother Gordy in the past few years. I mean, Wisconsin basketball, you maybe had one or two kids going to a high major school and they were going to Marquette or Wisconsin. They weren't going outside the state. Any of these big blue blood schools like Kentucky and Texas. And in the last few years, I mean, Wisconsin's had probably 12, 15 Division One players going to big high major schools obviously you got Jalen Johnson hero um kids like that are are going places and going to the NBA and I'm not saying right. Wisconsin didn't have NBA players um all throughout the years but now we're talking lottery picks and it, it just wasn't thought of back in the day and, and I think Richie's programs and how he develops kids and teaches them about basketball teaches them about life has really kind of carried over to their to their personal life you know what he did, Nathan, more than anything, is he made other guys that wanted to swim in that lane with him. You want to come in this lane, then you better get better. Because if you're not getting better, I'll, I'll take some of the players then. Because we're do, this is where we're going to go. And because he he set the bar really high, he made other guys that wanted to be involved on the national scene in AAU from the state of Wisconsin, they had to try to compete with him. And he made he made people get better and work harder and and figure out how to get all that done, um, just to be able to, to 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 compete with him. So, look, we um, you know what he's he's gone. He will not be forgotten. And I hope that the legacy that he has started continues for a really really long time. Nathan, you still there? Yeah, oh, the, I'm still there. Yeah, so I, I agree. Got, his his legacy his legacy won't be forgotten. And um. He's going to be up there with one of the faces of people who developed young talent in, in the state of Wisconsin. And I don't think that that's ever going to be forgotten anytime soon. Um, brought a little team from the Fox Valley area starting up and, and turned it into a program that's known nationally around the country and has had a lot of different players play at the highest levels. So um, he definitely won't be forgotten for a long time. He will not. And if, uh, if they do, then Nathan, we'll just, you and I, we'll just continue to, 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 to talk about it because he did a lot for for you and your family and um, him and I had a mutual respect after we had that little sit down together and and uh, I also told him I said you know the best thing that happened to you is some other guy came on the scene makes you look like a saint 
He said 100%. I agree with that. So, hey, Nathan, thank you so much. Uh, it's good to talk about Richie Davis, and we'll continue to do that. I've got Jerry Pettigrew coming up next. And in the first couple of minutes, we're going to talk about Richie Davis as well. And then we'll congratulate Jerry, 2020 National Coach of the Year by the National Federation of State High School Association. A big award for the all-time winningest coach in Wisconsin basketball history, uh, will join us next. Uh, Nate Zastro, thanks a lot. Have a good day. Thanks, Coach. You too. You got it. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. If everybody had a across the USA, then everybody be serving. Trying to play like nothing but music that... Warms us up a little today. I'm not sure if this one's getting it. Maybe a little bit. Thank you, Mitch, for that. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan. We are now joined by Jerry Pettigrew, the head basketball coach at Cuba City. And before we congratulate him on this award, we talked the other day, Jerry, and the, the, the loss of Richie Davis um, to high school basketball in the state of Wisconsin is uh it's a tough loss for us. Yeah, it was. That was so sad. I had uh, I had talked to Richie a couple of days before. To be honest with you, he called me and congratulated me on my award, and he and I talked, and and uh, we became fairly close over the last couple of years. To be honest with you, and and uh, uh, I uh, I admired Richie. Uh, he did so much for so many kids that. And I think that that uh, uh, something that's been slow to happen in Wisconsin uh, and around the United States, to be honest with you, is the embracing of AAU basketball. Uh, because, believe me, uh, the AAU plays an important role on uh, in basketball, not only in the state of Wisconsin, but across the United States. Richie was one of those leaders, and and uh, uh, he will be sorely missed. And uh, uh, I'll miss his conversations with him, but uh, my heart goes out to his family. Yeah, you you and me, and I can't say any better than than you just said it, Coach. You know, um, and I told this story with Nate Zastra on the last segment. You know, Richie and I, we didn't get along all that well. We, we couldn't, you know, it, it was just something and, and similar to what you talked about, the idea of, you know, AU basketball. And and after we sat down and, and he kind of talked to me about what his vision was. And I thought, man, I said, Richie, we're not, we're kind of alike. Like we have the same vision for some of these kids. He said, yeah. And I said, so I shouldn't listen to all of the noise that people keep talking to me about you. He said, well, you might want to listen to some of it because some of it's true, but I don't think all of it is. And and uh, I think he's just going to be sorely missed. And I hope that, you know, whoever whoever picks the ball up for him on with the playground and what they are trying to accomplish, you know, keeps in mind wh- how he went about his business and continues to help kids. Yeah. I agree with you 100%, Mike. Thank you, Jerry. Hey, congratulations. Um you know, the 2020 National Coach of the Year by the National Federation of, of State High School uh, Association, when you got that call, that that had a – I don't know if you knew that that call was coming or was that a complete shock? No, it was a complete shock, to be honest with you. I knew that I had 
been selected as the uh, coach of the year in the state of Wisconsin. So my hat, my name went into uh, that hat with the National Federation, and then uh, they did inform me that I I had won the sectional award, and I didn't even know there was a sectional <laughs> award that I was picked as a cop coach in, in uh, the Midwest of Iowa, Illinois, Minnesota, Indiana, uh, Michigan, and and I guess there was another state there too, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, and that was the last I heard. And then all of a sudden, the next day, uh, I, I get a call, and it said that uh, you were picked as the national coach of the year. And then it finally hit on me, Mike, that hey, uh, one coach out of fifty states uh, representing basketball. Oh my God! Uh, you know, I I said to the wife. Hey, my name's in USA Today. I can't believe that. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, yeah, it was uh, uh, of all the uh, honors that I've received. And, and uh, uh, you know, Mike, uh, that probably was the top of the list, to be honest Man, with that's... you. But uh, as I've told coaches, young coaches will say to me, what advice would you give us? I, I, I always say, uh, hey, uh, after a loss, you know, uh, people will always put too much blame on the coach. And after a win, I think coaches get too much credit. Uh, but so I said, you know, that's why John Wooden was such a, a master. I mean, he, he he was even keel all the way. He was even keel. And I think that's a great lesson for coaches that don't get too high, don't get too low, just kind of hold that middle ground. And the other one that, they kind of laugh at, I say, when you're in college, take as many psychology classes as you can, because uh, uh, you, uh, you know, communications, Mike, uh, you communicate extremely well, not only when you were on the sidelines with your players, but uh, now in a new area of broadcasting, you communicate. And so I think it's important as a coach that you have to communicate with your kids and, uh, uh, the kids, uh, I usually say to the kids, uh, you know, who's who's a big musician today? You know, is, is Snoop Dogg still on top? And <laughs> they'll usually laugh, and and, uh, uh, and I I say to them, I don't know who Meatloaf is or uh, all these other rock stars or what have you, but uh, I think you want to be able to communicate with your kids. Hundred percent. Hey, coach. Last thing, you know, when we talked and I um, I called you about coming on. Uh, to talk a little bit about Richie and certainly congratulate you for this unbelievable award that I think is just phenomenal, not only for you personally, but for the state of Wisconsin. I, I find it, you know, if, if we get a coach from the state of Wisconsin to win a national award, I think it is just shows really well for our entire state. And, and that was uh, the day that you were playing Darlington. You said, you know, Mike, they're really good. And we got our hands full and uh, yeah. our streak may, may come to an end. I don't know. We got to play well. We got to play our best game to beat them, and you guys got beat 82 to 80. And looking at the box score, man, that that was a heck of a game. Yeah, it really was a good game. Uh, uh, and give Darlington a lot of credit. Uh, they got a nice basketball team, and uh, now they're going into Division Three for the tournament. But uh, I'm telling people that are going to be playing them, uh, tie your shoes on tight because uh, they got a good ball club, but they got a lot of size, six six. Six 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 four, six three, uh, in their starting lineup, and so uh, uh, 
it's a big lineup and a talented lineup and well coached and uh, uh, they're going to be a tough out. But Mike, I, I want to tell your listening audience something that they don't know. And uh, uh, I gave Mike a call this week, and the reason I gave him a call is Mike McGivern is going into our, the basketball coaches. Hall of Fame as an assistant coach. Uh, no one more deserving than Mike McGivern. He's done a tremendous job. At, and I promised Mike this, that he could announce, uh, we have like 31 people going in uh, to the 2021 Hall of Fame. And I told Mike that he could announce it on the air. My biggest problem yet, Mike, I haven't gotten in touch with everybody. I'm having a hard time getting in touch with everyone. But I promise you, Next Saturday, you'll have the list, and you can announce it on the air. Uh, but I want everybody in your viewing audience and all their friends in coaching to really celebrate that Mike McGivern, who is so deserving, is going into the Hall of Fame. Jerry, thank you for that. I, I, I really appreciate that a lot. And uh, I, I didn't know you were going to talk about that this week on the radio. So thank you very much. I, I appreciate that phone call a lot. And uh, I, I just, uh, it, it's one of the more exciting things for me. And, and I, I'm so excited to, to, to be able to talk to these other guys and, and be able to announce them. Hey, um, good luck the rest of the way, Jerry. And uh, I, this is, you're in a tough bracket, man. I'm looking at it right now and, and, you guys got to be playing well down the stretch here, and I know you'll get those guys playing well, but it'll be fun to watch you guys play. Uh, hopefully at, you know, up at the tournament. It won't be at Madison. It's going to be a little bit different this year, but you know what? Good luck to you and your boys. Hey, Mike, thank you very much. You've been so kind to me over the years, and, and uh, uh, I'll say hello to all my uh, friends, especially Paul Wallersheim and some of those people in there in Milwaukee, I, I just enjoy them all, to be honest with you. Thank you. You Mike. got it. Jerry, say hi to Joan for me, and I really appreciate, uh, again, that phone call. And, and congratulations, National uh, High School Coach of the Year from the National Federation of State High School Association. And, and uh, you're making Wisconsin look good, Jerry. Hey, thank you, Mike. You have a great day, buddy. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. We're going to talk to our current electric superhero of the week. He's a young man from Lake Country Lutheran High School doing some really good things. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.